Wow. You put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast, they go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American ale off? Cause of death. Dun dun dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. Straight <laughs> up 10. Oh, Ed Ray, here we are. It's. Opinions and beer. Oh shoot, I just said who we had. But guess what? I'm Adam. This is Ed Ray1416. Hello. We're here to talk throwback. We are throwing it back to the 90s and early 2000s. Um, it's a fun little... We want to break away from the craziness that is our world. In chat. Throwback Nickelodeon 90s. Early 2000. Ed Ray, are you excited to chat about this stuff? Yes. Let's get... We actually have a bracket. This is... We're going back to bracket. Back to bracket. So we have a bracket here. Um, usually when I have brackets, I'm supposed to have multiple people on the show. I originally had someone else scheduled to uh, be a call-in guest on the show. Um, with that being said... And this is going to be a big... Um, Big hint at the topic of today's episode. The first thing we're going to do is the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Ingenious Brewing Company. This is called Reptar Punch. That's right, Reptar Punch. This is a 6.8% sour, or Berlin-wise, uh, conditioned on a bunch of uh, fruity fruitness and apparently, apparently, it's brewed with, um, uh, not, not, uh, what's it called? Not confetti. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot, Ed Ray. What's it brewed on? It's like, it's, uh, sprinkles? No. Uh, no. Glitter. It is, <laughs> it is brewed. It is brewed with glitter. Have you ever had glitter beer? Hell no, I'm not a fan of Gary Glitter. <laughs> What did what did Gary Glitter do? I don't I don't think we should mention it because he's already in prison for it. Oh. Whoa, that bad boy basically exploded. Woo! Getting on my hands. So this this is not gonna look like a typical beer. It's already exploding and trying to spew out everywhere. That sure as hell don't look like a beer. What does it look like to you? Looks like 7-Up. Looks like a fruity 7-Up. Woo, it's... That bad... Ever remember 7-Up Plus, everybody? That bad boy is looking super... That... It looks super carbonated, for, for one thing. It is so carbonated, it basically it was hard to pour. It's coming out of a glass. Whew. And it just overflowed. Oh my god. This smells... Ed Ray, this smells like Kool-Aid. Somebody spiked this Kool-Aid. This is a 6.8 sour. Looks like Kool-Aid. Smells like Kool-Aid. Is this Kool-Aid? Let's, let's take a... I'm going to take myself a nice, nice taste and sipping of this beer. 
That is spiked Kool-Aid. Yep, I told you. Woo, what, um, oh man, what is the, what is the taste of that? What is that taste? If I had a choice between, hang on. What a very interesting. If I had a choice between Reptar Punch and spiking my coffee with whiskey, I would go with the latter. <laughs> um, let me, let me figure out, uh, let me figure out what's in this. Oh, that's, I taste, okay, so this, this beer is brewed on dragon fruit, passion fruit, and double coconut. That coconut, is that coconut, and I don't know about passion fruit, but definitely the dragon fruit and coconut are coming through this beer crazy. Crazy! Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a good sour. That's a, this is like, this is a kickback and relax. Here, look, I don't have cooties, Ed Ray. Try this beer. Here I go. You're going to think it tastes like wine, I'm telling you. Finally, a beer that doesn't taste too bad. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to taste coffee. I don't know about coffee, but... Maybe hints. Maybe, I think this might, might be the the weird. Maybe it's like what they put in it. Maybe, like, maybe there's some kind of cream in it, or some kind of um, lactose that may resemble a coffee flavor. If you drink uh, uh, coffee, I guess. Yeah, there's an aftertaste to it. But um, I am super surprised by this beer already. The dragon fruit coming in, the coconut comes in at the back. Uh, it, uh, it definitely plays a weird trick on your palate. It's definitely very fruity. The fruitiness comes out. Um, it When I poured it, it was super carbonated, but the carbonation does not seem to appear as much in the actual sip. Which you don't really... Oh, no, there it is. Oh, yeah, no, this is super good. This good. This is a good beer. God dang you, ingenious. Why are you making such good sours? This is like, uh... It's kind of weird, because, you know, I, 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 I try not to gravitate towards sours and whatnot, and bourbon-wise, but... Y'all's blueberry was super good. Any any type of collaboration or some kind of throwback to childhood, you guys nail. <laughs> ingenious nails my childhood. Nails it so good, it's... Uh, producing babies. <laughs> oh man, what do you think about what do you think about that comment, Ed Ray? About what? About the nailing babies. You're <laughs> you're a sick man. You should be in jail. You should be in prison. They said. But anyways, um, so moving on, Ed Ray, we're gonna get on to the the topic of the day. The topic of the day involves, you guessed it. 90s Nickelodeon cartoons and early 2000s, up to the early 2000s. We got a bracket that I want to uh, display here, and to do so, I guess what we'll do is maybe we should do a part one bracket. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that's okay. Let's okay. So the plan is. Let's uh let's do this bracket. Let me have 
Let me pull up a notepad so I can do yours separately. And we will combine we will combine the true results and answers uh, later. Or maybe we'll just everyone has their separate bracket. That, that that works too. Everyone gets their separate bracket of who wins the best Nickelodeon uh, property. The best Nickelodeon property. Okay, and um, and I and we'll debate a little bit if I must. If I need to change your mind about something, we'll debate on the property. Um, but then we'll give an ultimate. You'll do yours, and then I'll do mine at a later time. Uh, uh, after after yours is uh, said, let's pull up Notepad. I keep saying that I can't find no. Every time I try to find Notepad, I can't find it when I need it. There we are. All right, Notepad. Here we go. Round one of the Nickelodeon. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and rank this beer. This beer is a ten or a nine point five. I don't know. I think there's something that's it's missing. If I had to say, but it's such a good beer, so it's refreshing. the The flavor that they say comes out near perfect. It reminds me of the '90s. It feels like a '90s drink. The fact that it has dragon fruit for the dragon beer, you know, Reptar, whatever, dragon fruit, coconut. I mean, this is this is a really good solid sour. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give this a ten. This Reptar Punch is a ten. Moving on, we got round one. The Nickelodeon bracket. Round one. Ed Ray, are you ready? We got Doug versus Hey Arnold. Man, oh man, this is going to be a tough one because I like both shows. But since I have to make a choice, I'm going to say, from a realistic standpoint, Hey Arnold. You say Hey Arnold is better than Doug. Now, now we're talking about the entire property, right? So this, So whenever we go through this, we are going to definitely be... It's going to be based off the entirety of their properties. And and essentially, I want us to kind of focus on their finales and whatnot and what, like, their endings and what, and, uh, basically what culminated to their movies. Because I think, I think, I think most, most all these cartoons ended up getting their own movie eventually. Um, it's safe to say, I'm going to, I'm going to put down you as, hey, Arnold, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say, and we can talk about this for a, a second. Um, do you think Doug, hey, hey, Arnold had the better show, but I think Doug's movie is way better than Hey Arnold's movie. Did you ever watch the Doug movie? Well, let's see. I may have watched portion of it, but I didn't watch all of it because Doug's first movie was unfortunately part of the uh, Disney brand. Was it really? Yes. Wait. Wait, you're you are spitting knowledge on me. I thought Doug was I thought Doug was always uh Nickelodeon. Doug was Nickelodeon probably until nineteen ninety five and I think they did had two or three seasons on Disney. Why would why would they sell Doug their first Doug was Nickelodeon's for those that don't know, Doug was Nickelodeon's very first cartoon. I think because Jim Jenkins had a dispute with Nickelodeon over his contract and over his rights on Doug so he decided to sell the rights of Doug to uh, Disney at the time. So when Doug had a contract with Disney Company, that was when he decided to take Doug with him. Wow, and he, I really did not know that. I did not know that the Doug first movie was Disney. That that kind of makes sense because it's a, it's a little different than all the other um, Nickelodeon films. 
But man, that's actually that's dropping some knowledge on me. I guess, I guess you're yeah. I, I'm actually starting to feel you. I think when it's time to, for me to do my bracket, I think yeah, I'm gonna, I might I might go with Hey Arnold there. Um, but let's see what happens. Uh, uh, we got so you round number one for Ed Ray. We have Hey Arnold beating Doug. Next up, we've got round number two, Cat Dog versus the Wild Thornberries. Gonna have to say Cat Dog. And uh, what's your reasoning behind that? Cat Dog was uh, overall more entertaining than the Wild Thornberries. But, but was the Wild Thornberries more successful than Cat Dog? Well, it could be either way. Who knows? Could be either way. I don't. Know. Did did Cat Dog even get a um a, a movie? They might have got a straight TV movie, if anything. Very likely. But as far as the Wild Thornberries are concerned, I mean, you do have good characters, but sometimes the storylines didn't make any sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can I can definitely feel that. I can feel that. Um, but uh, you know they they tried their best with um with the Wild Thornberries. Uh, I mean they even did a Wild Thornberries Rugrats spinoff movie and all kinds of stuff. Like they really tried. Wild Thornberries was pretty big for for its time. Uh. A little bigger. I think I think Wild Thornberries definitely caught a bigger audience than Cat Dog did, but Cat Dog Cat Dog kind of um it rode the line of like some of the other Nickelodeon properties where it was kind of adultish. Like where like teenage it's like more of a teen, like a like a like a a high number teen animated show where like it had some like gra- more more of like a graphic type uh dis uh <laughs> graphicer content um uh, wild thornbears was definitely more of like a kitty show uh compared to cat dog uh which probably is why wild thornbears got such a such a big marketing push and whatnot and was uh was a little bit more over but um i kind of agree with you though i do agree that you know one thing that cat dog did you know you know what uh was invented with cat dog what came out what cheese nips you know what you know what cheese nips are? It's that it's the cheese it. Uh, it's Nabisco. It's Nabisco's answer to Sunshine Biscuits' own cheese it. Yes, but they but the the original cheese nips came uh, with cat dog face on it and whatever. He had the cat the cat dog. Character. And that was the only time cheese it ever had competition. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but cheese nips do not taste that good. <laughs> That's the one thing. That's because they don't have enough. They don't have enough salt. And they look like they've been deep fried. Yeah, they just uh, cheese nips are not that good. Anyways, uh, moving on to round number three, we've got Rocco's Modern Life versus Jimmy Neutron. Oh, I gotta go with Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, tell us, tell us why you picked that. Well, the entertainment value is a lot higher. It was a lot more edgy than anything else. Besides, besides Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life was one of the edgiest shows on Nickelodeon. It was so entertaining that even adults wanted to watch the cartoon. But as far as Jimmy Neutron is concerned, as good as it is for scientific purposes, it's not very entertaining. Um, you know you're right about Jimmy Neutron. The show itself was not entertaining, but um, that because the movie because Jimmy Neutron was one of the rare Nickelodeon occasions that it started as a movie. Right, they made Nickelodeon made the Jimmy Neutron movie, 
and then later made it a TV series. And usually those don't aren't that well. The, the, T, the Jimmy Neutron TV series was one of the few that were the more well-received things. Uh, and it really seems like an answer to uh, the Emperor's New Groove over at Disney. Because Emperor's New Groove, their movie came out first. And then the TV series, I feel like Jimmy Neutron did the same thing. Uh, Jimmy Neutron was, um, I don't know, that first season was good, but they kind of, they kind of just kept going, and like, they, they just ran, they were, Jimmy Neutron, the show, just started losing ideas, and, um, what, what about, what about Rocco's Modern Life really stood out to you, though? Well, between a wallaby befriending a turtle and a steer. It's just that the storylines were just incredibly weird, but yet incredibly edgy for the time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, though. I I, I get your take and, on and, it. And then you had a couple of toads, one of them being a curmudgeon toad, and sometimes he ends up doing stupid things that gets him and his wife in trouble. <laughs> uh. Oh, so, so so here we go. We got uh, on Ed Ray's bracket. We have Rocco's Modern Life moving forward past Jimmy Neutron. Next up, we have round four, and that is all real monsters versus Invader Zim. You kidding me, Invader Zim? Invader Zim? <laughs> I thought I thought you'd be the one person to say all real monsters. Are, are you kidding me? Invader Zim is the greatest cartoon in Nickelodeon history. And for the fact that it got canceled right at the peak of its popularity, it was stupid. But was the movie any good? When was the movie? The movie came out last year. I wasn't even aware of it. Oh yeah, it was not good. <laughs> or it was kind of lame. It was okay. The beginning was okay. Just It kind of just like... Invader Zim just was not made for an hour and a half long epic <laughs> and that's what it. makes the show itself much better oh yeah yeah i mean don't get me wrong our real monsters was pretty damn good first time but invader zim was far more entertaining um uh, uh what do you what do you remember about all real monsters well let's see the main character was ickis there was a worm named oblina and then there was this other guy named uh i forgot what the guy's name was but he would hold his eyeballs with his arms and start walking with it. Oh, yeah. And then you had the teacher named Grumble or something. And he and Grumble was voiced by the same guy that voiced the big heads on Rocco's Modern Life, and that made it a whole lot of fun. But still, I think Invader Zim is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always found myself grossed out by <laughs> all real monsters. There are certain things that just... they just The characters grossed me out. I didn't want to watch it as, as a kid. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to eat my... I don't want to eat my uh my cheese my cheese sandwich while watching this show. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> That's what I'd say. That's what I'd say. I was a child, Ed Ray. Uh, 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 so Invader Zim moves on. Next, oh my God, is everyone just doing shit out here? Like the, the the damn bugs and birds and fucking people are sawing shit. Thankfully, it doesn't come across on <laughs> on Yeti. What's what's next, crackheads? Uh, <laughs> next up, we have. Rugrats versus the Fairly Odd Parents. Well, that's an easy one, Rugrats. Rugrats. Were you ever a um? Were you ever a Fairly Odd Parents fan? First couple of seasons, but they did some stupid crap on that show, 
including turning Timmy Turner into a girl. Oh, my God. Oh, Rugrats went on for a long time. I didn't realize how long Rugrats went on. They went on Let's see. They went on for 10 years as Rugrats and another three or four years as All Grown Up. Yeah, I, I almost included All Grown Up into this, but uh, I wanted to keep it even, an even number, and I felt like we'll just include All Grown Up as a part of the Rugrats uh, legacy, if we must. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, Rug- Rugrats was pretty innovative for its time in cartoons because they were able to promote a lot of realism that was not seen on cartoons back in the 1980s, and the animators, Arlene Klaskin, Gabor Supo, were actually animators with uh, Matt Groening for The Simpsons, so when they left The Simpsons in 1991, they went over to Nickelodeon, and then they became innovative for their own brand of animating. Oh, yeah? That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so Rugrats is moving on for the Rugrats versus Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, next up, we have the Angry Beavers versus Rocket Power. Oh, this is a tough one. I mean, both of them were good, but I guess I'm going to go with Rocket Power. Ooh, what do you remember about um about Angry Beavers? Well, it was it was just a simple show about two beavers that are looking to do stuff, you know. And uh, one episode that comes to mind was the salmon that invaded their property, and uh, I think Daggett was the younger brother because Norbert was the smart beaver, the logical one, but uh, Daggett was the crazy angry beaver. <laughs> that would go and do stuff, and one of the funniest things about the episode was when uh, Daggett poured concrete on the on the property of the beavers to try to stop the salmon, and the salmon would break the concrete and make even more of a mess <laughs> on that property. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's one that's one episode that stands out. But with Rocket Power, Rocket Power showed us about life in the ocean and how. The co- how Hawaiian culture was at the time. Oh, it does take place in Hawaii, doesn't it? Yeah, one of the characters is named Surf Shack Tito. Uh, Sh- Surf- Surf Shack Tito. Yeah, and uh, Rocket Power was pretty. Cr- it was a pretty good show, and it was like extreme sports over in Hawaii. And I think Rocket Power the movie was another one of the Nickelodeon straight to TV movies. But like, it was like weren't they surviving like a big hurricane and stuff? It was like very intense. Like they had to survive a hurricane and Rocket Power. Rocket Power. Very likely. Um, Rocket Power was crazy, man. Rocket Power, they did some good stuff. I mean, that was that was solid TV. How many how many seasons did they get? They must have gotten a good four or five seasons. Not nearly enough, huh? Compared to what SpongeBob? No. <laughs> SpongeBob is the longest running cartoon. That's why we don't want to talk about it. Oh no, not at all. Uh, um, next up, we have uh, Ren and Ren and Stimpy. Versus The Last Airbender. Oh, it pains me to say this as much as I hate the animator of the show, but I'm going to say Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy? You hate the animator? Yeah, the man that created the show named John Chris Lucy. He is a Canadian animator. The guy's a pedophile as far as I'm concerned. Ah, shit. But the cartoon was good for the time. Don't get me wrong. It was groundbreaking, but John Chris Lucy is a piece of crap. Now, Avatar was kind of late in Nickelodeon. Did you ever get into Avatar Last Airbender? I may have watched one episode. I don't know. Yeah, a- Avatar Last Airbender... Avatar is probably the... Uh, the Of this list, it's definitely the newer of the list. It's probably the last one that ever uh, that ever came out. Um, but it was a huge... It's a huge hit still, even for some people uh, our age. 
So that's why I decided to include it. But I feel like a lot of people did miss it. I feel like people like, especially you, you know, uh, they missed it. Uh, but yeah, Ren and Stimpy, man. Ren and Stimpy moves on, beating Last Airbender. I'm sure that's going to turn some heads. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people out there love The Last Airbender. Uh, next up, the final the final round in round one, in, in part one, Kablam versus As Told by Ginger. Answer's pretty obvious. It's Kablam. Kablam! I mean, it was the first cartoon that had a comic book style theme to it. Oh, Kablam was so good. Yeah, I mean, I think the characters' names were June and Henry. I remember a few things like Prometheus and Bob, and then Life with Loopy. I can't remember the other ones, but in between those sketches, there were some good jokes here and there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kablam was fun, dude. Kablam was fun. I love the, um, like the army people or whatever, like the little toy soldiers. The toy soldier episodes in Kablam were fucking the best. They were the best. Uh... Well, shoot, there we go. That's round one. We're going to uh, continue right along here with Ed Ray's bracket for best Nickelodeon uh, franchise of the 90s and early 2000s. Um, moving right along, this is going to get a little harder as we go, I believe, but here we go. Hey Arnold versus Cat Dog. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold over Cat Dog? Yeah, I mean, both of them are entertaining, but Hey Arnold's got a balance of entertainment and realism to it that really doesn't compare. I guess so. I and I guess I guess you did learn a lot more in Hey Arnold. Cat Dog, I guess Cat Dog was juvenile at points. I'll admit it was a little bit more juvenile than the Hey Arnold series. Um I can see your point. I can see your point there. Uh, next up we have Rocco's Modern Life versus Invader Zim. Now this is going to pain me to say. <laughs> but again, I got to go with Invader Zim. Invader Zim? Over Rocco's Modern Life? Who who wins in a fight, Invader Zim or Rocco? Invader Zim. <laughs> because he kno- because he knows how to destroy he knows how to destroy people. What <laughs> But what <laughs> Who's the who's the who's the better character, Rocco or Invader? <laughs> All right, storyline wise, I'm gonna say Invader Zim, but character wise, if you have to go with a character, Rocco's a good character. But sometimes storylines can trump one character. Oh, okay, okay, I feel you. So you're gonna try to take Invader Zim all the way. I might debate you at some point. I'm gonna debate you at some point. I don't. We'll, we'll see about that. Okay, but uh, so uh, Ed Ray is picking Invader Zim over Rocco's Modern Life. Ed Ray, you have to live your. <laughs> Ed Ray's gonna have to live with himself forever. Something tells me he's only picking Invader Zim to make the uh, anime girls wet themselves. There are anime girls in 2020. Oh, they're everywhere. They're they're in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next up we have Rugrats versus Rocket Power. I'm gonna have to go with Rugrats on this one. Ooh, Rugrats beating Rocket Power. Is it because the uh, the longevity of Rugrats and uh, how they had three Rugrats have the most movies? They have like three movies, and all three of them are pretty freaking solid. Especially the first one. The first movie was so good. Well, you learned a lot of life lessons on Rugrats. 
I mean, you learn life lessons on rocket power, but you learned a lot more on Rugrats. Oh yeah, and, and I like how I like how uh, Rugrats kind of teach you life lessons in like odd ways, right? They teach you they teach you it subliminally almost, and you know, uh, uh, watching it as an adult. Because I, I started rewatching Rugrats recently, and watching Rugrats as an adult, you kind of pick up on a lot of the uh, the messages. Like, holy shit, they were teaching you some some hard hitting crap. They were teaching you some hard stuff in that show. Yeah, stuff that you're dealing with now, stuff that I'm dealing with now. They were teaching, you know what I mean? Like, especially with with kids and stuff, you know. And uh, I I just I never I never realized that. So I think it's it's great because it was entertaining for kids. But I think of adults can sort of definitely like they're, they'll watch the show and they're like holy crap I dealt with this with my kid like my kid was like scared of the potty like this are you know what my kid did you know so there's a lot of things in Rugrats that are very relatable uh, across the generations and I think that's what really helped it uh, stay so long as a part of like this big dominator of the Nickelodeon franchise world uh Next up, we have... Okay, so you picked Rugrats over Rocket Power. Man. Somebody out there is pissed. <laughs> somebody, somebody out there, probably a punk rocker or something, a punk rocker out there is pissed at you, Ed Ray. Screw them. What? But he, had, but he, he used to have a mohawk. King Violence mad at you, Ed Ray. He can go screw himself. <laughs> Um, next up, we have Ren and Stimpy versus Kablam! This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going with Kablam. Well, <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that because of the, um, obviously the Ren and Stimpy allegations. Is it allegations or is it re- legitimate? He got arrested? Well, there's allegations, but I don't know if there was any evidence to physically arrest okay. John Chris Lucy, but I've been hearing stories. Jeez. But, um, yeah, so yeah, Kablam was solid, man. I can't wait to see. Uh, here we are. We're, we're, we're closing down to the final. We're at the final four. So let's let's see where Ed Ray takes this and if I can sway his opinion. Let's see where he goes. I want to see his. I want to see him defend himself against these choices he's about to make. So here we go. Hey Arnold versus Invader Zim. Man, oh man, this is gonna be a tough one. Hey Arnold. Whoa! Whoa! Hey Arnold! Yeah, I mean, even though I consider Greater Zim to be the greatest cartoon of all time, Hey Arnold had a lot more stuff. Wow. How how many seasons did Invader Zim get? I'm contending two or three seasons oh, compared they, to Hey Arnold. Yeah, they didn't get that much, did they? Hey Arnold got lost. No, no, because Invader Zim got canceled at the peak of its popularity, and cartoon fans were furious. Well, why, why did it get canceled, even? Because Nickelodeon thought the show was too edgy for them, just like Ren and Stimpy. Oh, okay. Okay. I can see where they might say that. I bet you like a lot of parent backlash on the show. Yeah, that was why Invader Zim got canceled the same way Ren and Stimpy did, because it was too edgy too edgy so you're but you are choosing the less edgy route yeah because hey arnold like i said had a lot more life lessons and it was a, it was pretty entertaining but it had a lot more to offer than invader zim had the chance to 
Did Hey Arnold? Would you say that Hey Arnold had had better characters or more relatable characters? Characters you could get behind compared to Invader Zim? Of course. I mean, Invader Zim had a had a combination of realism, realism, but it was more along the line leaning toward goofiness than realism. But oh. it had its charm. Ah. Uh, next up, we have Rugrats versus Kablam! Rugrats. Woohoo! That was quick. That was quick. Is it because Kablam is mostly uh, short sketches? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Short sketches are good, but I like to see consistency every once in a while. I know. Kablam, Kablam wasn't, wasn't... Kablam was Nickelodeon's animated equivalent to Saturday Night Live. I guess so. But they, but, but then they had all that, though. Yeah, which was Nickelodeon's live equivalent to Saturday Night Live because okay. it aired on Saturday nights. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, all that aired on Saturday nights as part of SNCC. I did not know that! I was, I was watching throughout the day. Why did it come out throughout the day, too? Trying to trick me with fucking reruns. <laughs> Those reruns. Uh, here we are, Ed Ray. Here we are. And I want you to go in depth of why you're choosing your choices, what you hated about... what, what I want you to give me the reasons it gives the edge. Okay? Here we are. Two of... Two of some of the original. These are two... Ed Ray's seemingly knocked out a lot of the later shows. We've got the second... I believe the second cartoon ever made for Nickelodeon. And then... The... One of the biggest in the later 90s. Up up until early 2000. Cause I, think, I think this one came out in 98... Uh, to 2001 is when this, uh, something like that. Maybe 96. Anyways, here we are. Rugrats versus Hey Arnold. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Because I like both shows, like I said earlier. But I have to say, Hey Arnold. Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Wait one second, Ed Ray. One, four, one, six. You are choosing Hey Arnold over Rugrats. Hey Arnold, whose movie is essentially a ripoff, a ripoff of Disney's Recess. Hey Arnold, whose show... Hey Arnold... Arnold is like the worst character in Hey Arnold. The main characters. Well, you know what's funny though. Same with the Rugrats. I think I think Tommy might be the worst character in Rugrats too. So it's two it's two shows where the main character aren't really the entertaining factor of the show. They're more of the moral compass. I, I noticed that both of them are kind of the moral compass. That kind of they kind of uh, do the highlight of morality, right? Both of them they kind of just showcase. Oh, this is what we learned today. <laughs> you know, um, uh, both shows, it's really the other characters that tend to be. And, oh, man, I may agree with you just a slight bit. Because now, as I, as I rethink it, Arnold may have had a little bit more episodes dedicated to him learning something. Compared to Rugrats, where I feel like Tommy never learns anything up until... Until that la- until right before the first movie, I think you see. I think, I think they saved Tommy's story arc 
until the first movie. That first movie was so good, though, man. Hey Arnold's movie sucked. Hey Arnold's movie was not good. Rugrats, they're, they're, the Rugrat property is such a behemoth. For you to pick Hey Arnold is just... Okay, defend your answer for me before we, before we end your bracket. Well, the reason why I liked Hey Arnold was because you got to learn about life in, in school and in the real world. With Rugrats, you just learn about life in a playpen or in a backyard or something. And you really didn't have much of an adventure compared to Hey Arnold. I mean, with Hey Arnold, you got to learn about how sports worked. You got to learn about how bullies operated in school and outside the school zone. Or life when you get suspended from school. How frustrating that can be from time to time, especially over stupid stuff. Then you have to contend with the law, like kids committing crimes or old people committing crimes. Or how about the fact that Grandpa never graduated uh, because of the Great Depression. So he ends, up, he ends up going back as a geriatric student. And he goes through a lot of struggles and starts to do a lot of mischievous mischievous things. And uh, after all that, you know, as much as a bully is, as much of a bully as Helga is, deep down she loves Arnold. And you don't see that kind of uh, endearment on the Rugrats. So if you were to understand how lives were in school, especially during that time period, you actually understand a lot more about that than you would as a toddler on Rugrats. Yeah, also, what's weird about Rugrats, now that I'm thinking about it, is that they all their episodes are two episodes, so they don't really have they they, they never really have any flushed out episodes. Well, Hey Arnold also had the two episode format, but they had specials like uh, Christmas or uh, hey Arnold, uh, Arnold's origins in another country, you know, where Arnold was born. Oh, yeah. Or the Romeo and Juliet play was a one-episode special. So, Hey Arnold has had two-episode formats, but there are very many, there are many one-episode specials that you need to find for yourself. Whew! So, there we have it, guys. Ed Ray's Nickelodeon Bracket. And in case, uh... In case we don't come back, and in case this is the end of this episode, I want you to know that what he said had merit. But, it was just his opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million.